0: We're recording!
1: Yay!
0: It's 4.44.
1: It's 7.44 here, but yay! (laughs) Hi everybody, I'm Tyla. I'm Sally. And this is our podcast.
0: A year ago today.
1: And that's our new official little intro. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) <laughs> Hopefully, we're going to get better at that as we go.
0: <laughs> we will, like everything else.
1: Yes. Yes. I like that outlook.
0: Oh, okay. What's <laughs> the best thing that happened to you this week?
1: Oh. Well, to be honest, I feel like I've been on such a high that now I'm like kind of on the tail end of that and I'm coming down and I just feel exhausted and I have been so excited about all the things that are happening. Uh, but now I, now I just feel tired. (laughs) Now they're tiring you. (laughs) Well, so, I mean, you know this because obviously you and I have been texting constantly, but we had a big spike in traffic for the podcast and that was so exciting. And at first I thought it was a mistake, but then it kept going. Um, (laughs) so that's really cool. And we've been working on this new beautiful website. Oh my god, it's so gorgeous, and it's like everything I dreamed that it would be. Oh my god! And Sally made it, and it's just the most beautiful thing. And that should be live now. Yeah. hmm What's the What's it's it there. called? A year ago
0: podcast dot com
1: a year ago podcast.com go check it out it's super snazzy (laughs) (laughs) and what else happened I feel like something else happened oh we've just been feeling really inspired and having tons of good ideas and it's just like things are happening really fast over here in a year ago today land
0: yeah and I'm really yeah I'm jazzed about all of it
1: yeah it's so great I told somebody I don't know who I told but that I feel like we've taken off a little bit like I feel like we've Mm. been on the runway Mm -hmm. And we've been like gathering speed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now I feel like, you know, at that moment, right when the wheels leave the ground. Mm. That's Mm -hmm. what I feel like. Like, it's like we just pulled our wheels up and we're like, is it gonna, (laughs) is it gonna gonna fly? (laughs) Are we gonna die or is this gonna carry us exactly where we want to (laughs) go? Which is hilarious now (laughs) that I say it out loud, but that's how I, that's how I feel about how this last week has gone. So the best thing that has happened to me since we last talked is feeling that way.
0: Yeah. That's some good stuff.
1: Oh boy, now what are you going to say cuz I took all the really amazing podcast
0: stuff. Well, on top of all the amazing podcast stuff, I I went to Berkeley to visit my sister. She is leaving for London in I guess less than a month now, I guess just a couple of weeks. Wow. So, that was fun. I I've doubled I've at least doubled my wardrobe thanks to that trip cuz nice, <laughs> nice. I've got a bunch of her clothes, a lot of which is like either never been worn or is like Barely been worn.
1: That's so great. I, somebody gave me two dresses today, and I was like, Ooh. "This is amazing." Yeah, because I don't have any clothes. Because I've gotten yeah, we've
0: both been purging, so yeah. this is wonderful. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's so funny when you like you're like, "I'm going to purge everything that I don't love," mm-hmm. and then you're like, "Wow, I am wearing the same pink top <laughs> three times a week." <laughs> but I I love that tank top and I think I look really good in it. So
0: that's great. That's what you need in your life. So yeah. So I I did that. Um, and it was just nice to like hang out with her, be in Berkeley again. I really love Berkeley so much. Um, and yeah, I think that was really great. I feel like a lot of great things happened to me in the past week or however long it's been, but that's, that's one of them.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's weird. Well, I've, you know, my friend last night said hashtag champagne problems. And that's what I feel like it is that <laughs> I was say, It's like weird when there's so much exciting stuff happening that when it comes time to talk about it, you're like, oh, I just feel tired. And, <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> and yeah, everything is great.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's wonderful.
1: I mean, that's really, just... now that I'm thinking about what's the best thing, I had the most productive day yesterday. I felt like a mm. superwoman. I felt like mm-hmm. I did more in one day than I've done in a year. Mhm, mhm.
0: that's, that's great. a nice feeling I love that feeling
1: but I think it's important to say sorry that was really loud and like aggressive <laughs> Um, I think it's important to say that it felt so easy and so inspired it wasn't like I was like nose to the grindstone it was just like yeah. everything's flowing and I know who to talk to and I know how to say it and it only mm-hmm. takes two minutes and I'm also going to bake tart at the same time <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love all of those things. Oh, that's so good.
1: Uh, Matt's gone right now. He's, um, out of town with some friends. And so I've been trying to take really good care of myself while he's gone. Cause he usually like feeds me, <laughs> <laughs> but it's been kind of nice. I've been really taking extra time to care for myself and prepare food and mm. all of that. And it feels good. I love it. All right, is that so enough, good. like,
0: that's so. Chit-chat? That's Yeah, that was a lot of chit-chat. <laughs> that's all that's been happening now. Now we can move to uh, a year ago today. Are you ready? Our guest today is Tyla.
1: Oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if everybody's like, yay, or if everybody's like, ugh. <laughs> no, people love your episodes. Okay, okay. I'm really, really... Um, excited Mm -hmm. to talk about this and also nervous and Mm -hmm. like scared. And I'm a little bit like, (sighs) I guess excited is the right word. Like, I Mm -hmm. feel like it's going to open something up for me to have this conversation. And that's always Mm -hmm. like an interesting feeling when you're like about to step into that. Mm -hmm. So I guess let's do it.
0: Let's do it. (laughs) Let's oh, go back man. to a year ago today. I actually want to I had this idea. Oh, ooh. I want to What <laughs> this is it? Is breaking news. I want to like have you go back before and say your word before we even say what it was that happened.
1: <gasps> Are we switching the format?
0: It came to me and I'm rolling with it.
1: Oh my God. I
0: we never have that. to do it again.
1: Sally, you're brilliant. Well, we'll see how this goes, but yeah. oh my <laughs> God. See you guys. This is what I'm talking about. We've been feeling <laughs> so inspired. Ah. <laughs> okay, good. So, okay. so you want me to like calm down and like think how I am feeling.
0: Just breathe and go back to your go today. Close your eyes, whatever you need to do. And tell us in one word how you were feeling.
1: I was feeling resigned. Mm.
0: That's a good word.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting doing it that way because usually it gives the people a little guidance. We're Like, okay, go to that moment right before you got the phone call or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so it took me a minute to figure out where to go in, mm-hmm. in the day, because there was a lot of different emotions. Um, such an interesting little thing you just pulled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Well, okay. So you were feeling resigned. Mm-hmm. Um, so a year ago today, you were on a road trip with Matt. And day two, day two of a road trip with Matt, <laughs> very of fresh, a, <laughs>
1: of a like cross country month long yeah road trip.
0: Mm-hmm. And you were having some really interesting conversations, I guess we can set it up that way.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. So tell us more. Dive yeah. right in. Cause okay. now we already know how you were feeling. Okay. Oh, you muted yourself. Oh, Did you mean to do I that? I accidentally
1: <laughs> muted myself. <laughs> See, I'm having a lot of resistance to having this conversation. I was like literally opening my mouth to speak and accidentally hit the mute button. Oh my god! <laughs> it's all right. Um. Okay, I'm going to dive right in. So a year ago today, I had a conversation with Matt that I thought might be the end of our relationship, which is. Sorry, I had to cough. <laughs> <laughs> I just muted myself to cough, and I'm like, now I'm like having actual physical stuff come up. Wow, oh, resistance is fun. This is interesting. Let's not edit that out because it's fascinating. Okay. Um. So a year ago today, I had a conversation with Matt that I thought might be the end of our relationship, and that was really scary. And I want to say right now, because I, <laughs> I told Matt that I would, if you are listening to this and you happen to be a close friend of us in real life or a family member of Matt particularly, I would like to have a little disclaimer that I am going to talk, um, you know, not explicitly, but in broad strokes about sex in this episode. And... If that makes you uncomfortable at all, or if you think that, well, I'm just going to leave it at that. If that makes you uncomfortable at all, and you know us in real life, I would like to invite you to turn this off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Oh, I almost forgot to say that. I'm glad I didn't. Wonderful. (laughs) Okay, anyway, (laughs) here we go. Here we go. So... I don't know. I need you to ask me a leading question. that's fine. (laughs) The conversation was so big that I, my brain is like,
0: (sighs) it's okay. Just breathe.
1: (laughs) It's so funny. Everything is so good between Matt and I. And so you wouldn't think I would be having anxiety talking about this, but I think that just goes to show how, how big it was.
0: Well, and you know, things are good now in part because of this conversation. So, you know, there's a lot of emotion that's tied to it because on the one hand you can be really in celebration and gratitude and that's great and all hunky dory, but like going back to the actual event is different than just like looking at it with gratitude.
1: Yeah, you're right. All right. So given that I I know where to start. Um, So we're on day two we haven't seen each other in a month because I have just gone to my initiation for the CREM program, um, which was a year long coaching that I did. If you don't already know about that, I invite you to go back and listen to episode two and you can find out all about it. Um, but anyway, was kind of a big deal. And Matt had asked when I joined, you know, like, are you going to leave me behind? And I said to him, you know, that's not my intention, but I am going to grow And you'll have to grow, too. Um, And then when I went to the CRIM initiation, I then went home with my mom. And we did a big road trip in New Mexico. And um, I really took some time by myself after that initiation event. And I ended up being gone a whole month, which wasn't planned. I had bought a one-way ticket. Um, But that, I think, I mean, that's the longest that we've ever been apart. Since mm-hmm. we've known each other. hmm So, I had just come back, and we decided to take this huge road trip. We were on the second... No, it was the first day of this huge road trip. And that night, Matt and I... We didn't get in a fight about sex. But we didn't have sex. And it caused some tension Mm -hmm. and there was a lot going on underneath the surface that neither of us, I think had taken time to really look at. And basically we got in the car the next morning and neither of us like said anything to each other for, for, I'm going to say about an hour, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is a long long time. time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not talk to each other. (laughs) And I don't even think that we had the radio on the whole time. Wow. Like dead silence. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I was just like, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to fix it. I don't know how to make anything better. I don't even really know how I feel. Um, but the one thing that I was sure of is that I didn't like the way that we were relating to sex within our relationship. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel good and it hadn't felt good for a while. Hmm.
0: How did it feel if you could define your the not good?
1: I feel really, like, really vulnerable mm-hmm. <laughs> right now. Um felt like sex had become a transaction that we participated in rather than an act of loving each other. Mm -hmm. And that was really my entry point for the conversation is I was like, what is it? What like inside myself, you know, I've just gone away for this personal growth thing. I've learned all about triggers, so this is like now I'm like back to my real life, and it's like the biggest trigger that yeah. we probably ever really dealt with inside mm-hmm. of our relationship. And I was so I was sitting in this car silently, trying to be like, "What is my truth? What is my trigger? Like, how can I frame this in a way that's not gonna be hurtful or hateful?"
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. And I had written an intention that morning before we got in the car that if and when I said anything, it would be, you know, for the deep healing. Mm -hmm. And so when I tried to isolate it, I was like, all right, where can I start? I rarely want to have sex. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. I'm a person with a pretty high sex drive.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so then, you know, you're like, okay, well, if I don't want to have sex, why? Why is that? And I had to sift through a lot to get there, but what I landed on was that it felt like sex was something that Matt was trying to get from me, Mm -hmm. and that didn't feel good. Yeah. And I know that I had made some attempts to shift the way that we were relating to sex before that point but nothing had really worked. And I think it was because I hadn't really identified the problem because once I got to that point where I felt like, okay, I understand what's going on here. Sex is something that Matt's trying to get from me. I was able to be like, Oh, this isn't about sex at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what's interesting is like looking back on it now, I didn't have all that figured out before I started talking. Yeah. So I started with the truth I had isolated. That was, it feels like sex is something that you're trying to get from me. It feels transactional. Like sex is like, no, that's all I want to say about that. Um, and I don't like the way that feels. And that makes me not want to have sex, which makes like us not have sex as often, which makes you want to get sex from me, you know? And Mm it's like this, mm -hmm. this loop
0: yeah
1: um and so I started with that, and then it was like a floodgate opened, and the mm-hmm. more I verbalized what I was feeling, it's like I wasn't stopping to filter anything; I was just speaking as I was having awarenesses mm-hmm. and as soon as I shared with Matt, how I was feeling about it all, not about it all, particularly about the sexual aspect of our relationship. Then I, then I was like, Oh my God, I've just, I, I know, I know what's wrong. And it's that I feel like I am a burden Mm. and that sex is the payment that I'm required to give to you for all that you do for me Mm -hmm. and the wonderful boyfriend that you are and the wonderful man that you are in my life and it's so interesting because Matt
0: you muted yourself again
1: (laughs) oh boy ah (laughs) (laughs) I this is, is great. Oh, my, I don't know what's happening. I'm sweating. You know, I sweat when I get emotional.
0: <laughs> it's all good. Okay. So
1: what I was just going to say is that it's like, I didn't even realize that all of these things were going on within our relationship. And Matt had definitely never said anything that was even close to that, you know? Hmm. But I can tell you that if I hadn't been aware that that was the dynamic, he definitely hadn't been aware. Yeah. Because at that point, I think I was much more self-aware than he was. Now I'm not sure that that's true because he's pretty freaking <laughs> amazingly self-aware sometimes, and I am amazed often. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that point, definitely. And so all of this is dawning on me. And on the one hand I'm excited because I'm like kind of realizing oh it's not like it's not that we're sec- not sexually compatible.
0: Yeah. That's not which the would problem. be a bummer.
1: Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> um it's like that's not the problem. You know, the problem is I feel like I feel like a burden.
0: Mhm.
1: And you know, thankfully I was able to give him a couple of specific examples that I felt like were pretty Emotionally neutral, mm-hmm. um, mm. and I'll share this example just because if anyone out there is like, I don't understand what she's talking about. <laughs> um, my birthday had been in July, and then I was gone all of August, and this was happening like September first. And for my birthday, Matt had like done so many beautiful things for me. Like he woke up early, and he made me. I went to yoga. When I got back, he had me breakfast and like I was working from home that day and we always do birthday sandwiches from this place and so he like went and got the sandwiches on his own and brought them home and then we like drove um up to see his brother and sister in law because we were gonna cook dinner at their house for my birthday because they had just had a baby three days ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um anyway he had done all this really really beautiful stuff for me and Given me a beautiful gift and it was all really gorgeous. But at the same time, I really, really knew how much effort had gone into it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it was yeah. very clear that he wasn't doing it with a happy heart. Mm-hmm. And I really felt that on the day of my birthday. Um, and I'm not saying that it wasn't justified, you know, like, but that is like an example of what I what I mean when I say I felt like a burden.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: like Matt was the best boyfriend ever, doing all the absolute right things, mm-hmm. and yet something just didn't feel good.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and did you guys talk that day about that?
1: Well, or, so in I the mean, car, guess, I'm just like talking yeah. stream of consciousness. And saying these things as they come to me. And I'm, like, having, like, epiphany upon epiphany over here and in the passenger seat. And I talked, I think, for two hours. I can believe that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Matt didn't say, like, a single word. Um, You know, I mean... (sighs) Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I just learned all about triggers and, like, emotional truth. And, like, now we're trapped in a car together. Um, but it was amazing because I got to the end. And I do remember – so I got to the end of everything. And I was like, so I guess what I'm saying
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that I – Desire to be an unbelievable light in someone's life. Mm -hmm. I should be nothing but a source of joy. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's possible Mm. for us because I don't feel like you feel that way about me. And at this point, I've moved from like thinking that I'm a burden to Matt to... To being like, why are you even with me? Yeah, you know, and it's like not in a in a way that I was making myself feel bad because mm-hmm. I know I'm amazing, but <laughs> but like I really was like, I actually don't know why you're with me. Like mm-hmm. the deeper I get into this, that's how it feels. Like, are you getting anything from this? Are you getting any any happiness, any joy? Mm-hmm. You know, like and like when you're two years into a relationship, that's like a really scary realization
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so I talked for two hours and then I said I desire to be <laughs> the greatest joy and source of like happiness in someone's life and then I was like and now I'm done talking
0: <laughs> thank you <laughs> thanks for listening
1: thanks for listening you're Captain in a car with me aren't you sorry that you agreed to do this road trip next time he's gonna be like let's fly <laughs> um and then I said, do you have anything that you want to say? <laughs> and he said, "Nope, not right now. Nope. Yeah. And then I said, okay. And I was exhausted. <laughs> All that like emotional energy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I reclined my seat and <laughs> took a, na- a nap. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because when I was going to sleep in that nap I, I very distinctly remember being like I could wake up and not be in a relationship anymore mm-hmm. and at that point if I had to describe in one word how I was feeling it would be surrender mm-hmm.
0: mm. <sighs> Oh, so now boy. we've just done
1: it I just talked for 27 minutes straight basically <laughs> 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 see it's not hard to imagine I could talk for two hours
0: well especially once you get on a roll with like any kind of personal growth type of like spiritual lessons oh yeah stuff i mean once
1: those realizations start coming yeah because one leads to the next leads to the next and you're like oh my god my whole world is unraveling before my eyes Mm -hmm. yeah and not in a bad way unraveling just like the pieces are coming apart so i can look at them
0: Mm -hmm. yeah so that's not at all surprising um but also like way to go, you, I like to take a moment here to pause oh. <laughs> and be like, way to go, you Thank for you. allowing yourself to even have those awarenesses. I mean, I know that, you know, this, but I think it bears repeating that most of the time, the reason we don't have them, like most, sometimes it's because we're not ready yet and that's great. <laughs> um, like you should never push growth. Um, but other, most of the time it's because we don't allow ourselves to go there. And you did. You were like, okay, well, let's, let's see where this goes. And you just kept going and, and also way to go Matt for not like automatically being like, well, now we're going to have a fight. Cause I feel like like, that's easy. That's the easy reply.
1: I was going to say, or like purposefully crashing the car. (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Or that (laughs) (laughs) hadn't
0: thought of that, but I guess that's also a good thing that, that that did not happen. (laughs) <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank you. I really received that. Um, Cause that was also one of the first times that I had any sort of like big epiphanies about what was going on underneath the surface mm-hmm. without being like in an event, being like guided through it, you know, no. with a coach in the room.
0: Yeah. Um, well, and so often I find things happen in relationships and it, you know, we, we often think, or maybe we're like trained to think, or what I'm trained is not the right word. What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> like we're, we're raised like to think, Oh, well it's a yeah. Condition. That's a better word. Um, to think, Oh, well, it's about this. Like, Oh, we're having a sex problem. We're mm-hmm. having a problem with sex. Ugh. well yeah. now we got to deal with the sex problem.
1: Oh, which is so
0: annoying. <laughs> I know. And so it really, it takes some effort and some getting used to to be like hold on this is not about sex like it's net it's the trigger is hardly ever about the trigger right like I, I don't know that I can think of an example in my life where the trigger has been the only thing like it ends there <laughs> yeah. um so I forget what my point was in saying that but whatever that's just um, acknowledging that <laughs> I guess
1: yeah the trigger <laughs> yeah yeah it would have been really easy. To have a fight about sex,
0: yeah, totally, and I think that's really a testament to like how how f- quickly you grew and then how he was able to receive that.
1: uh God bless him,
0: yeah, totally, ah, uh, okay. This is good. This is great stuff. Quality stuff here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) High quality podcast material. (laughs) I just like did a little motion. Like I had a top hat or something. (laughs) Oh Oh, god! Usually we record like early in the day, earlier. And it's like, it's nighttime right now. Yeah. Maybe that's why we're a little loopy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's totally perfect. This is great. (sighs)
1: So
0: I keep wanting to ask and not to make the conversation all about sex, but I keep wanting to like, kind of like if sex is a wound, like pick at it for a little bit. Cause it's not like it's the first time. And you already said that, that like sex was a thing that like was on your mind and that you were like, Oh, this is not feeling great. Um, and I guess maybe just for contrast, I would love to hear in the past, how you then, like, where you went from there, where you took it? Mm. Like, was it as simple as, like, we have a problem about it and it's about sex? <laughs> Is that, like, as far as you had taken it before?
1: So in when we had stuff come up about sex before this conversation. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm with you now. Um, I think sometimes we would talk about it. mm mm-hmm. I would just be like, um, something's not feeling good to me about this right now. And I want to tell you how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, or sometimes I would just try to fix it.
0: they're
1: mm-hmm. um, like, maybe if I, be, if I can be different. Um, so before that point, I think if something was feeling wrong, like usually it'd take me a little bit to identify what was going on, but then I would say it, you know, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would be like, um, the way you're coming on to me is not working
0: mm-hmm.
1: or, um, sometimes when you touch me, just like playfully, I don't know if it's like a come on or if you're just being playful and I don't like feeling confused because then I'm afraid to reject you. Mm-hmm. You know, like those are some of the conversations that we had had. Yeah. But this one I had never talked about cause I felt like I never knew how, cause I mm-hmm. was like, it's, it's bigger. Mm-hmm. and for a long time I was having the problem where I was like I don't want to have sex yeah. with my very hunky boyfriend like <laughs> what is wrong with me
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's where I started because yeah. like I said I, mean, I had been thinking about this feeling for a, a little while and so at first it was like what's wrong with me mm-hmm. like my hormone levels are off <laughs> Like, I'm a prude mm-hmm. or like I don't know but then it's like you have some help and you grow a little and you're like, well, what if nothing's wrong with me, mm-hmm. then what else could it be? And then to be like, okay, how do I really feel? Okay. And what's that about? Because that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for the things that had come up in the past because I think that they helped me not be afraid to talk about sex. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful that that stuff came up before we had to have this bigger conversation.
0: Yeah. Like chipping away at a at a thing.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And like you said, it does. Awareness doesn't come before you're ready.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, because I remember even, <laughs> like, in the days when I was like the more intuitive one. And I'd be like, mm, it sounds like there's something else going on. Have you examined <laughs> <I> another, <laughs> another angle?
1: <laughs> I like that you just kind of imply that those days are over.
0: They are over. You're <laughs> plenty intuitive now. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Um. So, yeah. So I, I do remember that and just, yeah. you like, yeah, you weren't ready. And I wasn't going to push it. I wasn't going to be like, so here's what I see happening. Cause like, that's <laughs> not my role. I, I'm very clear that that's not. That's not ever the role that I like to fill.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't think I would have been able to hear you.
0: Oh, yeah, totally. Totally not. Um, okay. So back to a year ago today. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So you take a nap. Then what happens? Tell us everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, then I wake up and it's like I'm not exaggerating. I am in a different relationship.
0: Hmm. Mm. Juicy.
1: I have never seen anybody shift their energy so fast mm. as Matt did while I was taking that nap. Yeah. And I think I asked him, like, do you have anything you want to say now? Mm-hmm. And I think he was like, no, I really don't know what to say. Yeah. And then we just, like, went on our merry way. And... I feel like from that point forward he started like this is gonna sound so cheesy oh my god (laughs) (laughs) like falling in love with each other all over again Mm -hmm. and I mean by I don't know if it was by that night I think it was I think we slept in Montana that night we camped it was like my first time ever camping also so just throw that in the mix (laughs) I've never been camping (laughs)
0: first cross-country road trip
1: (laughs) first cross-country road trip well first cross-country road trip together yeah um I've never been camping before we just had this huge like emotional interaction but it was so fun and that is what switched it's like I I woke up and this relationship that I was in had just become so fun Mm. and so silly and so <laughs> open and feeling full of possibility. And by the end of that day, oh my God, I could not wait to get in his pants. <laughs> he's going to, oh my God, he's going to be so embarrassed.
0: <laughs> Matt, we love you.
1: Uh.
0: <laughs> you should want every woman to say that all the yes, time. <laughs> I think they probably do. Um, so what, do you think happened?
1: Well, I know the answer because I asked him. I was like, what the hell did you just do? Because if I could switch my energy that fast, like, my <laughs> life would be completely different.
0: <laughs> it would be constant miracles. You'd yeah. be a bajillionaire.
1: <laughs> I would be a bajillionaire by now if I could just like turn things around that quickly. And um, he had no idea what I was talking about. That same night, he looked at me and he was like, "I don't even understand the words that come out of your mouth anymore." He was like, "Literally, when you talk about energy, I don't know what that means." Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even more kudos to him because he was able to shift it even while he thought he didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. And so I was basically like, "Well, what did you do then? What did you do differently?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "I took sex off the table."
0: Hmm. I had forgotten that part of the story. This yeah. is great, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's mm. like as soon
1: as he removed that energy of wanting to get sex, and that sounds bad. I'm gonna trust that everyone knows.
0: Yeah, you've been with I'm us for the, up to this point, so I, I know. feel like I just, yeah.
1: Okay. Um,
0: Nobody's gonna start listening at this mark.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. Um. As soon as he removed that energy, it's like it opened up all this space between us that allowed us to step toward each other. Mm.
0: (sighs) That feels so beautiful.
1: I mean, it was. And I was just like, this is incredible. And I mean, it felt like a miracle. Mm-hmm. And it still feels like a miracle in retrospect to have a partner who, even though he thinks he can't understand the words that I'm saying, can still hear me so yeah. deeply. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> and shift things with the intention of honoring me. Mm-hmm.
0: Which, I mean, that definitely answers the question of like, what are you getting out of this? Or like, are you getting anything out of this relationship? Like, obviously he was, or else he wouldn't have been able to do that.
1: Right. Well, on the interesting thing, this also came up in our, in our conversation in the car, which I call a conversation in my <laughs> monologue.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. um,
1: once I started to identify how Matt was relating to our relationship. I also started to identify, oh, this isn't just about me. You're relating to multiple things in your life this way. He's an actor. And when he would like be working his bartending gig and also having acting jobs and his schedule would get really full, he would get so, um, like frustrated and like, not angry, but just, like, stressed. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: once we started talking, I was like, those should be the best moments yeah, because you're, like, getting to do the work that you want to do in the world. And, yes, it's challenging, but you're really relating to Anytime you have success, it makes you busy, and you relate to that as a burden. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, like, a scary position to be in because you don't want to overstep. And tell someone like, oh, hey, this is how you're relating to your life, buddy. Mm -hmm. Because that is not ever the right energy to come from. But when I started having these awarenesses, I was like, this is how I feel. I feel like a burden, blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, oh, my God, and this isn't just about me. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know how much of that he received in that moment. Or how much he was able to process in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can tell you that not only did our relationship shift drastically in the time it took me to take a nap. (laughs) But the way that Matt relates to now pretty much everything in his life is completely different.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, I very rarely see him operating in burden energy ever.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And that is, I mean, that we could have broken up that day and it would have been okay if he had still been able to shift out of Burton. Yeah. Just like right mm-hmm. now. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I love this. This is so
0: great. Um, I had a question and then it flew out of my head. Great. I guess I'm not supposed to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Um, I'm really glad that we got to already like talk about how Matt shifted in his life apart from that, because that was one of the things that I really was looking forward to talking about. Um, but for both of you, so I would love to know more about, I guess, just how you were feeling about even having said all that, having, things shift so quickly, like in the days after that, how are you feeling?
1: Ah, oh, on top of the world. Hmm. Just really like, I mean, a road trip can be the most fun thing ever, or it can just like be fine mm-hmm. or it can be like miserable, <laughs> you know? And mm-hmm. like the first half of day two was pretty miserable. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then it's like, it all of a sudden turned into the best thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And we continued to have some tough conversations. Mm-hmm. Our road trip ended up lasting for five weeks. Um, but some of my favorite memories of the whole relationship, most of my favorite memories of our whole relationship are from those five weeks. Like we've had so much fun together and mm-hmm learn to relate to each other in an entirely different way. It's like we became teammates and I don't think that I had realized before that we weren't teammates.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's like, I thought we were operating as a team until we started really operating as a team. And then I was like, Oh, this is what it feels (laughs) like to be part of a team. (laughs) You know? Yeah.
0: Well, and how did that kind of trickle into other areas of your life? Do you think?
1: Well, I just think that it's, I, that's a tough question. I think it just helps us both keep the kind of perspective that we want to have. Because now that we're operating as a team, when one of us is not looking through the lens that we both want to see life through, Mm -hmm. the other one could be like, uh, hi there. Like, can I reflect to you (laughs) how you sound right now? Mm -hmm. Or like, um, like oh but babe like what if you framed it this way instead yeah and it's just like the coolest built-in support um and i think that we really do that for each other like literally day in and day out yeah and so how it affects the rest of your life is it just makes like absolutely everything better Mm -hmm. because if you can see things the way you want to see them on a more consistent basis, it's impossible for other things not to start to shift.
0: Yeah. Totally.
1: I don't know. Did that answer your question?
0: Yeah, it did. Woo. <laughs> um Yeah, cuz I think that something that is coming up for me is like I'm thinking about as you're talking is how often we kind of see think to ourselves like, oh, well, everything in my life is this way. And then this one thing or these two things or whatever are this other way. And it could be either like everything in my life is crap, except for my job. My job is great. Or it can be everything in my life is so wonderful, except for my relationship. Why can't I get it together? Mm -hmm. And so often it's really easy to get stuck in there and to get stuck in just like viewing everything in that way. And I think that it requires a deeper level of commitment to yourself to be like, to see and acknowledge when one thing can shift everything and like how everything is connected. Like even, even if you live the most like contained, like compartmentalized life, it's never fully compartmentalized. That's just not possible because you're still the person experiencing all of the things. Um, so I just, yeah, I just think that it's, it's good to like call out or just kind of honor the ripple effects that happen when one major thing shifts.
1: I think that like, just to speak to that a little bit more, it's because if you can come to the understanding that the issue is not the issue, Mm -hmm. it's how you're relating to the issue, that's Mm -hmm. an issue. And so if you can learn to look at absolutely everything in your life that way, it's always going to be changing the way that you relate to the world.
0: Yeah. And
1: it's like, you can't change the way you relate to the world in one area of your life and not change it in another. I mean, you Mm -hmm. can, but it's, I think it's, that does require a pretty high degree of compartmentalization. But I think Mm -hmm. for people who are open and who are looking to grow, once you shift the way you relate to your romantic relationship, you automatically think differently about, every relationship in your life, Mm -hmm. whether you're aware of it or not. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, that's actually, I'm having an awareness right now in terms of relationships. From that point forward, I think that I started to kind of look at my relationships more and to be like, who do I want to be inside this relationship? In the same way that I got to be like, I want to be biggest source of joy in my romantic partner's life Mm -hmm. or one of, you know, one of the biggest sources of joy. Mm -hmm. I think it's made me be a better friend and a better daughter because I, then I think from that point forward, I'd be like, well, who do I want to be here? Mm -hmm. Do I want to be the friend that cancels the last minute? And maybe I do. But maybe then I'm more honest about the reason why and that means something, you mm-hmm. know. Or I say, no, I'm the friend that I want to show up. I want to be a source of steady support in this person's life. Mm-hmm. And so when I say, like, I want to be the source of greatest joy in in Matt's life, that... In that moment, I want to make very clear that I was aware that he would have to shift, but I was also aware that I would have to shift. Mm-hmm. Because up until yeah. that point, I had not been embodying that at all. And actually, I'm really glad that this is coming up because it could really sound like, I just want to be the source of joy and blah, blah, blah. But no, like to be the source of joy, I have to be whole. Yeah. And the happiest version of myself. hmm. And so in speaking that out loud to him and owning that that is what I wanted, I was already very clear inside, consciously or not, I'm not sure. Um, but that that was going to require a shift in the way I embodied who I am mm-hmm. inside my romantic relationship.
0: hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, it, all of this is really just like a, a reminder that everything begins and ends with you. Yeah. I mean, that it's, everything is just that simple, like your level of satisfaction in your job, the amount of money that you make, who you have around you and how you relate to them, uh, your health, like everything begins and ends with you because all of it is about how you're choosing to show up in your life and in that area specifically And if you're showing up as less than who you are, then that's what you're going to receive. I think it's just that simple. And I think, um, another thing that came up that came to me when you were talking about, um, Matt's kind of response, um, right before your nap was way to go him for fully receiving what you said. Like, I think that's another thing that was happening there. Like, not only did he choose not to say anything um, because he didn't know what to say, but for him to be able to have any kind of, cause even if, even if he, his response, when you woke up from your nap was, well, now we're going to break up, he still would have received what you said in some way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, but that didn't happen. And and instead everything shifted and he took sex off the table and oh my God, then everything was amazing in order for him to get to that point, he needed to fully receive what what you were saying, like really receive it. Like not in the way that like the normal level of conversation, receive it of like, yes, I hear you. Like, yeah, you felt heard, but he really needed to like fully breathe all of that in own his part in it, probably acknowledge your part in it. And whether this happened consciously or not, doesn't matter. That is what happened in order for him to be able to change, change his energy. Um, so I think that's another like aspect that's really important to point out. I think because so often we can look at the surface level of things or we can try to like work something out. Like we can try to, oh, I've got a tool for this. I've got like, <laughs> you know, I know what to do in this situation. I can do this. And it can be as simple as like journaling through it. And that's great.
1: I have a process.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's another thing to really allow yourself to receive either what another person's saying to you or what you're like experiencing within yourself. And that's without that, you can't really move forward. It's really tough.
1: Yeah. Well, and the other thing about that is like, we, I think so often have a knee jerk reaction. I think that we're conditioned to react.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So to be able to be like, I actually don't know how I feel right now Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. say, I don't want to say anything. From mm-hmm. that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how how he did it. I really <laughs> don't. Like, I don't know. Had, had the situation been reversed? Had I been on the receiving end of that monologue? <laughs> I don't know that I could have done what he did. I think maybe now I could. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't think a year ago that I necessarily would have been capable of that. I think I would have gotten so in my like ego and panicked and like, I can just like fully imagine the nervous system reaction that I would have. I would immediately have a migraine. Hmm. I would have the shakes. I would probably feel dizzy, like really to be on the receiving end of that much energy yeah. In that vein. And the fact that he was able to receive it, I mean just a testament to the man that he is, that he really mm-hmm. is. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Boy. Well, and it also like just goes to show you that it is very clear that once you start operation, uh, operation <laughs> operating <laughs> at a new in a new level, it becomes very clear right away. If the people around you are wi- are willing to do that with you.
1: Yeah. And the other thing that just, just came like screaming into my consciousness was how often we underestimate people.
0: Oh yeah, totally.
1: Because if you had asked me before that monologue started, If Matt would have been able to even hear me, let alone receive me, receive what I'm saying. Um, I think that I would have been like, I doubt it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, I mean, I think that that's something that's come up before. I'm thinking specifically of our conversation with Katie. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, you never know, you never know how much someone is going to be willing to step up if you create the space and the opportunity. Mm hmm. I mean, because again, that obviously wouldn't have been possible if I hadn't made myself so vulnerable.
0: Yeah. Vulnerability wins every time.
1: Ah, <sighs> Renee Brown.
0: Yep. Should Wonder. send her this episode. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and everybody should read all of her books. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. Um. Okay. So fast forwarding a bit, I guess, to whatever, we don't have to go to the present, <laughs> Um, just to whatever, like a moment you'd like, I'd love to know how that kept, how things kept shifting in your relationship.
1: I think that since then, I think that, that was the foundation for a kind of trust that I've not experienced inside a romantic relationship before. Hmm. And it was like this beautiful, the reason I use the word foundation is because how it's continued to shift our relationship is that I feel like we trust each other more and more. Mm -hmm. We are more and more open. We are more and more vulnerable. And the level of conversation that Matt and I have inside of our relationship on, like, I mean, maybe not on a daily basis, but like more than once a week, mm-hmm. you know, is not something that I would have ever thought was possible. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like the way we've learned to trust each other in those tense and tough moments blows me away. And it gives me like so much confidence. Not only in the relationship, which is what I was going to say, but in who I am. Mm. And I think, I think it probably does the same for him. I think that he is much more closely aligned with who he is, who he is really. And I definitely don't want to take all of the credit for that. But I do think that inviting each other into this space of being really, truly trusting and really, truly open encourages us both to step more and more forward in our relationship. But also it just like constantly validates back and forth how amazing we both are as humans Hmm. you know and i it's so cool yay matt and tyler yay (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's um it's so funny. The thing that I'm thinking right now is I think that this last year I've gotten better at going deeper and deeper within myself to the places that are really scary. hmm And the fact that I've also been lucky enough to be in a relationship where I can be that person in front of another person.
0: hmm
1: Like, oh, what a challenge and <laughs> what a gift.
0: Yeah. I love this. <laughs> this is making my heart happy. Oh, was well, there? Uh,
1: any- oh, go ahead. I, yeah, I have one more thing I want to say. Great. Um, and I'm going to trust that I really want to say it. I just started to be like, do I really want to say that? But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. <laughs> um, I recently, I've said this before on the podcast, I recently have realized that like my next level of healing and growth is around sex and sexuality and the full embodiment of who I am both in the world and in the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sounds so cheesy to say. And so I just share that because I don't, it's not like everything was perfect after this conversation Mm -hmm. and even with our sex life, you know, it's, I can't believe like where we are now compared to where we were a year ago, Mm -hmm. at least in terms of the way things feel.
0: You muted yourself again.
1: Why does that keep happening? (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say at the same time, there's a lot more room to grow. Oh, totally. Um, so I just didn't want it to be like, we waved a magic wand and he took sex off the table for the day and now everything is fixed. Like, yeah. that's not what I'm saying.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it continues to be an area of our relationship that I have a deep desire to give my attention to. Mm-hmm. And to continue letting it evolve. Yeah, not just letting it, supporting it in its evolution. huh hmm. oh.
0: <laughs> so good. Why? Okay. So, looking back on a year ago today, in one word, how are you feeling?
1: I can't find it. <laughs> Grateful came up. Odd, like in awe came up. Like thrilled came up. Ecstatic came up. None mm-hmm. of those are the right word.
0: Is it bigger than all those words? Yeah. Yeah. It feels bigger.
1: It's like, I don't know if there's a word for it. Like what's the word that you feel after a miracle takes place in your life?
0: Oh boy. Yeah. Uh I don't know what the word is.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna I, say what just came through. Great. It's not a word, but like <laughs> Oh, I don't know what to say. Safe is in my mind.
0: Like I mean I after a miracle I feel like the d- like the divine.
1: That's what I was gonna say, and then I didn't. Well,
0: I there you say. go. Now it came through both of us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like how our, like, angels and guides are like, fine, Tyla, if you don't say it, we're going to give it to Sally. Yeah. Like, divine. Yeah. And, like, in the most sacred sense of that word. Not like, oh, this is divine. <laughs> like, oh, this is divine. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Well, and
1: excited.
0: Oh, yay. I, like, I
1: like it. <laughs> should <laughs> we say <it> turned on? <laughs> yes, we should. Oh, my God. That <laughs> is too much.
0: I think it's just enough. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> uh, and if you could go back, knowing what you know now to your go today, what would you tell yourself?
1: I think I was saying you have got this mm. and this is the step t- to take, regardless of how it turns out. I love that. Oh,
0: <laughs> life's great,
1: life's magical,
0: it is, oh boy.
1: um what else do we have to do here well
0: if you don't have anything else to add then we can close up shop wrap Mm. up tidy up
1: i do have one more thing to add just like believe in people yeah really really believe in people because you have to believe in someone to share with them in the way that allows them to step up. Hmm.
0: Yeah. If the other person never gets the opportunity to receive, then how can you expect them to do that?
1: And if you don't really believe that they're able to receive, then yeah. the conversation's dead before it starts.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: Oh, I just feel so lucky.
0: Yeah. I'm so excited <sighs> now to go forth in my relationship. After our conversation.
1: <laughs> Yay! I hope that other people <laughs> feel that way. I think they will. All well, excited. if you guys do feel that way, you can write us and tell yeah, us you can. all about it. Our email is <laughs> a year ago podcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us, or find us on Facebook, mm-hmm. or go to our fancy schmancy yeah. new website, I which is all of those things are a year ago podcast. And yes. then the website has a .com at the end.
0: Because we like <laughs> consistency and ease.
1: Yeah. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I really this is amazing. See, see Marvin Gaye, right now. Let's get it
0: all. Ow! Oh, boy. This is great. Okay. Oh, and okay. then where can people find you on the internet? If um, they want to do Tyla, that.
1: TylaFowler.com is my website. I just added some photos on there they're great exciting um and tyla m fowler on instagram and m is my middle initial for megan great fun fact about me
0: you switched it up that time how you said that
1: i know because i said i felt like it was turning into a shtick
0: well we and we're keeping people on their toes this this episode
1: i know if they're trying to like (laughs) say it along with me i just really threw everybody off (laughs) i hope that there are people out there who are trying to say it along with me (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> there are i'm sure now that you've said it they probably are and they're Anyone like oh my gosh she's talking to me
1: through to the credits if that's you yeah i love you i love all totally. of you who are listening but
0: Woo. okay uh, and then they can find me on the internet at sallymercedes.com <laughs> really or on unfeited exp- right? <laughs> expression.com no we're, we're going with the ball the ball is rolling we're still rolling with the ball uh That's SallyMercedes.com, UnmutedExpression.com. You can find me on social media at Sally Simply. I still haven't Snapchatted. I was listening to a bunch of episodes, and I kept, like, saying I was going to try to Snapchat again, and that never happened. I might give up on Snapchat,
1: guys. But you know what now? Now it's built into Instagram. That's true. And I did my first two Instagram stories over (laughs) the weekend. Oh, my God. And I thought that they were both, like, phenomenal um so I think well they weren't that exciting so if you like try to go follow me on Instagram I think they're gone now I think that's how that thing works like it's only there for 24 hours I obviously have no idea but what I'm trying to say is that (laughs) you should follow me on Instagram because I think that I can be fairly entertaining sometimes
0: You know, every so often. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And you can, if you like our intro, outro music, you can follow Zena Hal on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Z Y N A H E
1: L. And uh,
0: is that it? That's it.
1: You I can, know, just uh, so you're thinking how hungry I am. I was not listening. Great.
0: That's fine. You can go <laughs> eat. All of our listeners can go do whatever they'd like to do. Share this episode with your significant other, perhaps. That's something yeah. you can do.
1: Yeah, and really do. If you have like relationship stories that you want to share, please email them to us. We really love getting email. Um, Mm -hmm. Or if you want to like ask a question,
0: Mm -hmm. Tyler's really into the questions now.
1: Yeah, I really want to start receiving questions so we can Mm -hmm. answer them. About anything? Would that be?
0: Yes, super fun. fun. (laughs) And we've got a lot of exciting things in the works, guys. So, yay! Just keep listening. We love you. That's it.
1: So So much. Um, All right, bye. (laughs) Peace out.